Welcome to the Create Magic Podcast, episode number 334. I hope that Wednesday is finding y'all well. For anyone new here, this is a podcast I do every day about the artwork I make and post over on Instagram and on my website, both linked below. Wednesdays are for Weird Delaware, and we are back this morning with another strange tale from the Small Wonder, again provided by my good friend Vuk of the Tracing Owls podcast. He has just found some of the most delightfully strange stories that I've seen from this uh, little state, and this one is no exception. Today we have a out-of-place animal sighting in one of the best ways. It's a rogue emu that was on the loose in southern Delaware for a little while and it actually uh, soft shut down a school and a bunch of other just really weird impacts on the community of this giant Australian bird that can run 65 miles an hour uh, just kind of running around and causing a little bit of uh, chaos down in southern Delaware and I love out-of-place animal stories in the paranormal. I think it's so awesome to re, uh, reimagine the world via these natural encounters with animals that we are uh, fully aware of and know exist in the world, but the context of the encounter and where it takes place just it provides this novel experience that really shakes people up and as much as if not more than actual cryptid encounters or high strangeness experiences and the idea that we can experience that same feeling of uh, weirdness and just kind of uh, reimagining the world via these natural encounters is something that I've always loved. And this emu story is just an amazing example of that. And it's extra special that Book found this and sent it my way because emus in Delaware have a uh, special place in my heart. Growing up, I lived in a pretty normal suburban neighborhood that backed up to a lot of forest and a lot of nature. And down the road that we lived on, there was a lot, it was like pretty undeveloped outside of my neighborhood for a little bit. And there was a random house that had a very small little farm. And one day we saw an igloo go up and we were like, huh, that's a giant igloo in the middle of that farm. And then a week later or so, there was a bunch of emus roaming around and living in the igloo. And uh, the guy became known as the emu, the emu house. I mean, it was just one of those things that as a kid I saw and I was like, you can do that? You can just own an igloo full of giant birds? And then I found out that he was raising them for meat and all of that later on in life. And it became less attractive in that way. But... This all relates because not only did I grow up driving past a bunch of emus every day, which is pretty weird in Newark, Delaware, but it, it also relates to one of the first big flaps of uh, out-of-place animals that I remember and it had a big impact on me growing up, and that is the uh, 1995 Delaware Cougar sightings. And it's one of the few that has, if I remember right, been confirmed in which it was actually called on tape. Um, at first they said that it was completely, you know, a myth. People didn't know what they were seeing. But then there was a video call about a year later. And this all relates because the farmer that had those emus down the street from me reported two emus going missing and he essentially blamed it on the uh, the Delaware Cougar so that was super like impactful on me at that age as far as just 
hearing these stories of these animals that weren't supposed to be around. And I remember walking through the woods, being a little scared and keeping an eye out. That was right around my ninth birthday, 10th birthday. So I was in this perfect place for it. And then later on, getting more into the paranormal and strange things, I find out that big cat strange big cat sightings are a thing and this lined up so perfectly with exactly that and it's so funny how you know these weird events can happen in your life and they can be colored by things that you learn later in life like you look back on past events and put your current lens on them you can really uh, see how uh, malleable <laughs> memory is and how you know the the things that stick around seem to even when we don't think they are be colored by our current worldview and I think that's not a bad thing sometimes <laughs> this was one of those ones where when Vuk sent me the article I almost got goosebumps because I hadn't thought about that whole association with the Delaware uh, cougar sightings and the emu going missing until this lovely story of an emu essentially causing havoc in a town in lower Delaware and of course this all makes me think of one of the out-of-place animal sightings that I've talked about the most on this podcast the Delaware that happened right in the beginning of or the end of 2019 the beginning of 2020 where a uh, big old bear was walking down the city of Wilmington streets right where I worked at the time at the roastery and yeah it's one of those things that I didn't realize how weird it was until looking back on what happened after I mean I knew it was weird that there was a bear walking down the street but it was also just so weird that that happened directly before uh, the big COVID uh everything and the world just changed and it was one of those things that you do hear associated with these animals and these out-of-place animal sightings that they are kind of uh, markers of a big change and they're, they're there to, to deliver a message even when that message is not clear in the least bit uh, at the time anyway and I love that I love this idea that encounters with animals that exist in nature can be just as uh, magical and awe-inspiring or if not more than any weird encounter with a cryptid or any other strange being that we've uh, heard about here and that's kind of where I'm going to leave this so I drew a fun little purple emu walking through the grass and it says magical wildlife seen out of place nature's reminder that we live in a wonderful world of strange and that's pretty much uh, what I've been talking about this whole time. So thanks to Vuk for finding this article and sending it over. And go check out Tracing Al's newest episode all about strange animals. It is the perfect companion to, companion to this one. So yeah, thank you Vuk for making all of this happen. And I hope you all have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The Delaware Emu After scaring a nearby school and being shot at by a stranger, a fugitive emu has finally been caught by police and animal control in Delaware after at least 66 days on the run. On Thursday afternoon, animal control officers and Delaware State Police surrounded the 1.8 meter tall bird known to locals only as Eddie, nearing a housing development in Stonefield. The emu is very happy, it's very content. 
Dan Stonebrook told CBC News, Stonebrook owns the Three Palm Zoo and Education Center in Clayton and often assists in capturing moose animals. It took three tries to capture the bird, and on the second escape, Eddie jumped into a man's backyard. Once they had the bird cornered along the backyard fence, co-owner of the Three Palm Zoo, Matt Schaffner, threw a net over the animal. I've seen on the news that there was an emu on the loose, but I didn't suspect it was around here, Tom Curley told CBS Philadelphia after they caught the bird in the woods behind his house. Stonebreaker helped move Eddie into the trailer and has transferred the bird to a secure facility. He described that once the bird was surrounded by four walls and a blanket, it immediately calmed down. Rogue emus can be difficult to capture since the bird, indigenous to Australia, can run to up to 65 kilometers per hour with the ability to unleash a powerful kick. Prior to capture, the emu caused a soft lockdown at Spring Meadow Elementary School and Old State Elementary School Monday. No one has claimed the emu, so it's unknown where the wanted bird came from before it went on the land, but Stonebreaker speculates Eddie was someone's pet.